Yeah. <coughs> Listen up. Wait, okay, now we're at the point where nobody gives a crap what we say, because they aren't even listening. In that case, I'm gonna oh, like... have been recording this whole time. Yeah. Yeah, dude, we started. <laughs> it's my point exactly. I thought we were listening to the album first. No, no. you don't start with this. So, yeah, let's, let's start the actual episode. Hello. I was wondering what you were doing. This is uh, episode three of the... The uh, exciting podcast. <laughs> um, Joey and I are here, as will be the case until one of us dies, probably, or if he gets pulled. Joey's here. That's a sound effect of him dying. Joseph is no longer on the show. <laughs> and then uh, we have two of our good friends. <laughs> I'm trying to sure. call. And my name is is Randall, otherwise known as Andy. Yeah, we got Trent okay, and Andy. Okay, we brought one friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing cords. So, uh, yeah, Trent, Trent has the headphones wrapped around his ears. And um, it's good that we have two of our like, goofiest friends with us, because for this little episode, I wanted to have one of the goofiest things I've ever run into musically in my life. Me spilling the tea on the keyboard. No. These guys are called The Residents. I found them while I was in my uh, internship with Levitt, and they were like, go look up artists who were playing at the Kessler. There's more to it than that, but pretty much I was looking up artists that were playing in theaters in Dallas. And these guys showed up, and I was like, man, they look really freaking weird. What do these guys do? And it turns out that this group is more of an art collective, so to speak. They're called The Residents. They began in 1969. Oh, dear. Yeah. After... Perfect. I think that they were originally started doing some film projects that went on for like porn. two or three years. It may have, it honestly may have been porn. Like, the, these guys are... Yes, okay, let's start a thing in 1969. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, I don't know exactly what their film project was, but uh, I'm glad that the computer is here today because I want to show you just... A little bit of some of their albums' covers because their artwork is very uh, interesting. Let's use that interest. So their first album is called "Meet the Residents," and that's what it looks like. Oh, it looks like somebody defaced the Beatles album. Yeah, that is exactly. literally what happened. Yeah, that's oh. exactly what it is. Well, I'm glad I could. I might pick like up this on obvious thing. And apparently, uh, John Lennon thought it was hilarious and had a copy, and then they had <laughs> to like the they had to redo it. So it was like I can't see my nose, George. It was they like they redid it where they were all like octopi or something. Oh no, it says on their website. Uh, so whatever they redid it, they were like three with prawn heads and the fourth was a starfish. They were identified as George, John, and Paul Crawfish and Ringo Starfish. <laughs> oh, beautiful. And then they got in a bunch of trouble because of the because album. of obvious copyright reasons. Yeah, yeah. And so um, I wonder why. So they're a phenomenal pop combo. Yeah, and uh, I listened to this album all the way through, just as a preface. This is not what we're doing. Like I said, usually with the the goal of this show is to listen to records all the way through. I feel like I could not do that with this record. It would definitely be a challenge. This, this ma- already sounds like getting a Getting an Omar Rodriguez vibe. This makes Cryptomnesia... No, but he's good. Yeah, this hey. makes this makes Omar sound like a not like, insane. like <laughs> a Kirby game. Oh, they, had, they had massive success. They sold forty albums in their first year. Yeah, dude, that's <laughs> very impressive. So if you guys get more curious about this band, I'll tell you a little bit more. But um, that's like one every now and then. 
Listeners, there's a website <laughs> where they have like a very detailed history. So I'm not going to explain all of it. So if but, it's a detailed history, how come you don't know what their film project was? I kind of want to know what it was. I don't have it memorized. We can look it up and I'll tell you after. Oh. They remind me of Michael Bay. We really don't care about the story. Uh, yeah. Say nothing's yeah. On fire Although, time. they do have a trilogy of albums that are about like a mole people <clears throat> and Pendulet narrates part of it. So it's about Incredibles 2. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Incredible suits coming out really soon. Yeah. Yeah, in a couple weeks, man. Dude, fuck this. Let's go see that. Well, we're going to see something that's equally com- <laughs> commercial because the album that we're discussing today is called the Commercial Album. Now, as you can guess by the everything about these guys, let's go through some of their covers. Let's just look at some of this artwork. This is a website just for them. Yeah, this is their website. And so, um, in 1980, the eyeball man on the top hat stands out to me. Yeah, this is the first thing I saw about them, and I was like, what is this? So, ah! Excuse me. Uh. You were saying? Yes. So, they wanted to do something that was more commercial. So they released an album in 1980 called The Commercial Album. And this is the one that we will be discussing today. Now, in their philosophy... They were like, how do we make this a little bit more interesting for ourselves? Can you expand the one with the cat and the naked thing? This thing? Yeah, Yeah, take your peek. (laughs) Oh my god, that's not what it showed in the film. Nope. This is disgusting. Yeah, like I said, these guys are kind of, they're interesting. That spider was just copy and pasted on top of them. So, the commercial album. (laughs) (laughs) Can you see? So, um, it says... On their website, that they essentially did their very own personal top 40, or perhaps a collection of one-minute jingles. Ah. <laughs> Dude. I don't know. This sounds cool. And then, they took those one-minute songs to radio stations by buying out one-minute advertisements <laughs> on the... <laughs> <laughs> And just playing the songs. <laughs> you can't choose whether. And I think they tried to get sued. Yeah. <laughs> and they tried to get sued? Or no, somebody tried to sue them. And, um... That's actually really smart. That's it's interesting, right? So, it's supposed to be, like, commercial jingles and a tease of also, pop music. Also getting their music. Yeah. In the, in the thing. So, rather than us listening to all 40 one-minute songs... Which, by the way, um... I saw something somewhere, it may be on this website, where it said that since they're supposed to sound like pop songs, you're supposed to listen to each of the one-minute songs on loop, but it was a single vinyl record, so I don't know how they expected that to happen... <laughs> Why are you supposed to listen to the same minute? If it's a pop song, you know, it's first oh, because yeah, it's yeah. You listen to it three times and what three verses and choruses. So, um, I figured that what might be fun for this particular project is we would just pick like five of them. With the most interesting names. If you want, yeah. And just listen to them individually and then discuss them that way because Individually twenty times each. Each. <laughs> I already know one that I want to do. It's called uh, Picnic Boy. Would you guys like a little bit more backstory about these guys, or should we just jump into it? I mean, I think I got a decent amount. They were making porn, and they decided to do this. Um, well, one of their albums does mention something about incest. <laughs> well, I'm okay, strengthening my theory. And animal lovers seem very bestiality-like. Yeah, yeah they already or seem at least sort of. Did you check the volume for the music to see if it's going to be too loud? The we haven't done that yet. is a recurring theme. There's another one in the one. Yeah, house. there are a lot of them. They, they seem like they were really into Hunter S. Thompson. I believe it. I don't know. I was Hunter S. Thompson around whenever they started? When did Hunter S. Thompson first start? Uh, oh, is the Idol Man is Pan. I, he's, he's old. I don't know his years, but I know he was around like in the 70s and 80s. Ah. Yeah. 
Okay, cool. So I, yeah. I don't know if he uh, was famous or anything. But... I don't know either. We'll we'll do research on that later. Or if somebody at home who is listening or in their car, which because oh no, in a hotel you have to be in a hotel. So if, if oh, you're in a hotel and listening to this, there's nobody listening to this. Yes, we established this already. Unless they're in hotels, that was the point. I'll be listening later because does a motel count? You don't count us. <laughs> I can't afford a hotel. Trent's no, gonna listen to it. if you had a job, you could afford In a reverse. hotel. I can't afford a hotel. Dear oh, listeners. <laughs> no, he's gonna listen in reverse, and it's gonna make sense to him for some reason. <laughs> I'm just gonna laugh. Okay, I'll say one last thing about them. So, their identities are supposed to be secret, and they have all of their marketing done from something called the quote-unquote cryptic corporation, and, um... There are like three or four people who are claimed to be a part of this corporation who advertise for them. People are like, are they in the band? And they're like, no, we're not in the band. So it's anonymous. Are they old? Allegedly. Well, they're old now. Well, they're, they're, they're the cryptic owners, are they old looking? I if they look so. old, you could assume it's the actual band members. But I, I believe that they are, from what I've read. And um, apparently George Harrison, because of that, the Beatles album, was, was like, is he one? And he was like, I don't know who they are. And then I don't apparently, know who I am. Les Claypool was also claimed to be one of them, <laughs> as in the guy from Primus. So, I thought that was hilarious. But, let's jump into it. So, which one... Oh, wait, no. I want to do Picnic... Oh, yeah, you already have Picnic Boy. Yeah. So, let's do that one first. This is oh, track man, three off of the commercial boy. album. You better play track four. Yeah, it's not... That's not, not Picnic Boy. Point. There you go. I know how to see... Also, did you check the volume? Not too loud. I haven't checked the volume. Why did you check the volume, Alright, we're pausing it. Oh. Okay, so we've just listened to Picnic Boy. <laughs> How do you gentlemen feel? Let's start with Trent. How do you feel? Were there any drugs they were not doing? It was 1980. Any point in time. <laughs> I got a very tiny tin in an insane asylum, like, fucking a giraffe. So, I was getting kind of excited from reading the bio, because it was phenomenal pop, so this is pretty awesome. But now after listening to it, I want to sit in a dark room and drink myself to sleep. Honestly, you slightly Because that was... That made Primus and Tool seem normal. I, I'm really impressed that we even discovered this music somehow, just simply because how in the fuck did they make Were it this way? Like, how did... That, they were playing it. They were either playing at Granada or Kessler or something, but they were playing at a substantial theater. Were, was it? Were there people there? Were they like, yeah, this is what I came to hear? I probably would have gone. If Yo, honestly, honestly dude, I can imagine that being really cool live because they probably dressed in clown suits. I well, they being also, terrifying. They didn't. Yeah. They didn't play live shows for a long time. Actually, they're probably was, too stupid to. I looked at the. Uh, it didn't sound like they knew how to play an instrument. <laughs> um, <laughs> They use a do that. That sounds good. I don't know. And this is um, another reason that I thought they'd be a fun topic because it's like Lil Wayne guitar solo. Do they know what they're doing? I don't think they do. I don't think they know where they are. Whenever this is happening, somebody's just like, "I'm gonna record it's this." Like that episode of Family Guy when they're are they they're drunk or they're high or something. I don't know what they're. What were they playing? What were they doing? Dude, that so, was on the radio. Yeah. Um, that would be actually people were subjected that, to if this. If that came on as a commercial, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? What, let's think a little bit more critically, though. About what? What do you think of the lyrics? I don't know what he was saying. Uh, yeah. Is there any correlation between the day this music aired on the radio and suicide rates? <laughs> higher? Okay, Joey, what did you think about the production? 
Uh, production was not terrible, honestly. It was interesting, right? <laughs> yeah, like the bass was very death gripsy. It had a very yeah, death was. death grips low end, but everything above that was shit. <laughs> it sounded like somebody's phone was vibrating on the table at the end of it. I didn't well, know that was, was actually the song. No, no, that was the song. Um, it it sounds like sounds it like... should be in a Slaughterhouse Five film. I believe they used a drum machine. I could be wrong. I don't think it sounded like a real bass guitar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if that was a guitar. If you look at the like album art while I was playing, it made it a lot like, yeah. more yeah. mind-centering. Do you guys want to listen to it again, or do you want to go on to another one? Let's, I, on. let's, yeah, let's move to on, because I need to keep some control of my psyche. Alright, pick a name. Pick a name you like. Oh, boy. Japanese watercolor. Alright, Japanese watercolor. Alright, since we were talking about doing five, we can do everybody picks one. And then we'll one. vote on the last one. Yeah. <clears throat> Alright, so we will listen now to Japanese Watercolor. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention this earlier. If you are curious as to where to find this music, um, it's on Spotify, surprisingly. Um, Why? It's probably on other digital streaming, just because they probably have some sort of distribution service. You can get CDs. They also have a DVD version where they commissioned a bunch of different artists to make films, including themselves, to these tunes. Well, uh, I'm interested to watch a film or two. Alright. post links. I'm kind of scared to Yes, we will post links. That's a good idea, Joey. <clears throat> Alright. Japanese. Wow. <laughs> so we just listened to Japanese watercolor. So that actually had a bit more structure to it than the last one. Mm. But it also sounded like when kids get a hold of GarageBand for the first time. But they're actually somewhat... They can make some sort of tune. And they just kind of lose it in... So... Nothing. I've never done drugs before, but I feel like that's a bad acid trip. That's what that's, that's what that song is. The little bass drum thing was kind of unsettling. Yeah, that sounded definitely like... It sounded like a timpani <laughs> synth gone wrong. Yeah, it sounds like a synth, like a, a synth or something. Like, like they hooked it up to a... Because this is like the start whenever sampling and synths became popular. This is 1980. Yeah, yeah, that very well easily could have been a timpani synth. Also, despite the name, it did not sound in the least bit Japanese. Um, it sounds like... They were attempting to sound Japanese, but didn't have I, the internet. I kind of enjoyed it. I just wish there was, like, white noise to mask the bullshit. <laughs> like, like, like if it was just hear anything the melodies and the weird noises and white noise, that would have been cool. I would have enjoyed it a lot better if there was just no noise at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, uh, excuse me. Again, trying to be a bit of a devil's advocate here. Um, Trent, in response to what you said about feeling like whenever kids first get access to GarageBand, um, I went, I once went to a musicology conference, and, um, there was a presentation about how children naturally have the ability to sing in, um, pentatonic scales, you know, like, the thing that makes up the fiber of what all of our music is. Sure. Like the pentatonics. That's what I thought about immediately. <laughs> so, right. like how, like, people go, na, 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 na. That's pent- that's a that's an example of that. And so, I'm pretty sure that that tune that we just listened to only had like four notes in it, and they all follow the minor pentatonic scale, which, again, is another way that a lot of Westerners, before they knew much about it, would attempt to culturally appropriate Eastern musics. And I'm using very broad generalizations here. So. Oh. Do you have any thoughts on that, or does that not affect the fact that you feel like it sounds ridiculous? I'm still terrified by this music. Well, I agree that like, most of the music of that time was kind of just based around the pentatonic scale. 
Days were a dark yeah. time. Well, the yeah. classical music at this time was going crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, like most of the, like the stuff like normal people listen Rock to. Music, yeah. yeah, anything that was on the radio was just simplified. I think what disturbs me most about this is that that tune is actually going to be stuck in my head for a little bit, and I don't want it to be there. Well, not if we go on to another one. Yeah, there's not much to say about that. <laughs> so some children got a hold of some toys and they turned this one into a child. Alright. I, I have picked the song that I want to listen to. Alright, Andy, you're can, next. Can you guess which one it is? I'm guessing it's Dying Terror. List? This one? <laughs> no, it's actually Loss of Innocence. Oh. Because I've seems... lost all innocence after hearing these songs. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So we're going to do... This is... Oh, I forgot to say which one. This Japanese is... Watercolor. Japanese Watercolor mm-hmm. was track six... Loss of Innocence is track 19. Loss of Innocence, track 19 is up next. 19, If you're following along at home, please... Please Please kill yourself. So you don't have to listen to this. Oh, that's awesome. Here we go. Alright, so that was Loss of Innocence. I like this band now. It describes my inner psyche. That's what I hear all day long. Oh my god. Uh... Um, Actually, no, I, I definitely want to kill myself. <laughs> that was like every single possible sound that can make you uncomfortable in one song. That's what we think of, is this your brain on tool? <laughs> oh, yeah! So for somebody who didn't get the, is this your brain on tool joke, <clears throat> before I desecrated all of my tool albums and stopped listening to them... An easy peed on them. Uh, no. But um, <laughs> I had a DVD of the Parabola music video, the music video, and... um. Jello Biafra from the Dead Kennedys did, like, a commentary on it, but they did a really goofy thing where at some points he'd say the exact same thing, and then sometimes it would be panned left and right, and there'd be, like, reverb, and they'd be saying different stuff, and there was, like, this whole thing where it was, like, is this your brain on tool? And it would just slow down until it's, like, is this your brain on tool? And both both speakers are saying it out of sync from each other. Which I think is a pretty appropriate... Comparison to this, I also thought of our experience with uh, the Doki Doki game. The way the music sounded, oh, yeah. the music in the oh, game yeah. started distorting when something was going very wrong. That's the same feeling Actually, that I no. just did. Yeah, yeah the, all of these songs have given me the to play that game. It's, it's that. that. <laughs> I thought one thing listening to this, I felt like a guy was documenting a Smurf genocide. <laughs> I totally thought of Oompa Loompa. Yeah, Oompa Loompa mm. too. It's, yeah. it's because all, like, of, all of these basslines have that da da da. Oompa Loompas are killing the Smurfs. Yeah, yeah. There's got to be like some some. I pictured murder going on of some sort of cartoonish character. A loss of innocence. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. I can I, see that going like very badly on the radio back then. You know, you know I what? See I see it legitimately freaking people. This would cause me to get in a car wreck. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, well, this yeah. is the end of times. I should be hearing this. I'm like, is this the seventh trumpet ringing? It's Again, time. let's try to let's try not to be so clickbaity about this. Like, oh, crazy band. I want us to think That's through. Not, oh, what? Some crazy. No, no. Let's think through some stuff about what doesn't work about this. For example, well, the fact that you can't understand what he's saying at all. Yeah, I think the vocals should be higher in the mix. And the, and the, also de- not the way the delay is set up on his vocals. It sounded like a like a really bad spring reverb to me. Makes me think Yeah, of some sort of reverb or delay. It was not yeah, conducive. Put it out of time. I've seen those old school microphones they had for like school assemblies. <laughs> oh, yeah! Inside a gym, so the yeah, sound's yeah. instantly back, bouncing back towards you. Yeah. I do... <clears throat> it does add to the effect, but you get the... the Downside of yeah. not knowing what the fuck he's saying. I think that if um, 
you could understand the lyrics because what little I could hear of it, it did sound pretty poetic. I feel like if this was written down, it might look really good. I heard Some lyrics were not terrible. terrible, from what I could hear. And it followed a very traditional kind of uh, poetic rhythm. It sounds like that dude wasn't really listening much to the music, but you know that's I a different. I know they made the music. Like a lot of dispute does a does a very like arrhythmic kind of. Yeah, yeah. Would it be a bad time to pull up the lyrics? Did you look up the lyrics? Somewhere? I did. Uh, would you like to read some of them? The magic really. of smartphones. You can read it. Should I read it? Does anybody else Let want to read it? Let read it. He has an announcer voice. No, he's got it. Amusement parks are caked with sounds. A solid hunk of meat. Oh, a barker's wow. sweat flings from his tongue. His tattoo shines with sweat. A wary stranger... No, his tattoo shines with heat. The heat. Oh, okay. A wary stranger stands and sways, enraptured by his dance... Two-headed goats come stumbling by and give a troubled glance. Jesus. The barker looks into his eyes. The stranger tries to bend. The barker swears to more delights. For all who seek within, the stranger enters canvas doors and smells the fresh-cut hay. The barker points to Siamese twists. The stranger looks away. The eyes of horse-faced women watch the few who wander through. They sense the sensation in the air, the smell of the sweet taboo. A heart beats fast against the chest. The stranger leaves the tent. The waves of people drown the sounds of loss of innocence. Alrighty. They don't sound as deep now that there's no music behind it. Well, uh, it might mean something, but it could also be... That's another thing that I've had an issue with. Debauchery! I can't tell if this group is... if it, Like, if they're actually trying to say something, or if it's just supposed to be as much deliberate shock value as can go on. I uh, guess. That's about those, probably. Maybe. I don't know, honestly. Still hard to tell? It, yeah, could, especially the Japanese thing. Like, what are you trying to say with that? <laughs> yeah, know. that's true. <laughs> well, this this whole, all could be political. This whole thing could be either be political or it could just be a practical joke. It could be a commentary on the music industry. It could be people who are just very odd. Yeah. And got tired of the porn. Because I'm still assuming that's what they did. And then... <laughs> maybe this is the music they made for porn and they realized they could make more money doing that. And they realized they made no money selling soundtracks. And then they later learned that they just suck at everything. Oh, on the subject of Time your thrust to the bait of the beast right there. I was trying to say beat bass, but I still can't say it. <laughs> didn't. We'll pretend that didn't happen. I, I forgot to mention this earlier, but um, one of their albums, called The Third Reich and Roll, is... <laughs> Technically two tracks, because it was a record. That's this this came out before this one. It was like 15 <clears throat> songs on each side, but they were overlapped. So, like, you don't know how many you're listening to at once, and they would have a bunch of really weird rearrangements. Like, some songs were really fast, or there was like a Beatles cover and the Star Spangled Banner or something. It was that very sounds, indecipherable. That sounds like something you hear in most horror movies. One of their songs from that album is titled, Hitler Was a Vegetarian. Yeah. I mean, that's... <laughs> True, but... <laughs> oh, he was? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he actually was. I didn't know that. <clears throat> it was either that or vegan, I can't remember. I, think it was I guess the, the takeaway from this so far is if you like avant-garde music, this is probably up your alley. This is, oh, my God. I would say that this is definitely something that's at least worth listening to from the sense of this is something that exists in the world. It is a thing that is here. Which is the whole point of this podcast. If it's you like, want to learn what not to do while playing an instrument, <laughs> listen to this band. <laughs> All right, Trent, would you like to pick one? I saw one called, oh yeah, Birds in the Trees. Oh yeah. Of course, that's in the Fucking bird. Trent it might be a fajita. Trent's, Trent likes birds. I forgot about fajita. I haven't seen it in Trent is basically a bird. Trent is a bird. <laughs> he stays in his cage all day, defecates where he sleeps, and eats seeds. And hay. 
two of those things are true. <laughs> <laughs> or All right. can you decide? Let's so do this song. We're going to go to track 27. Uh, this is Birds in the Trees. And Trent has ashy trees. knees. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this has been... So that would be a great intro to like the heaviest metal breakdown ever. <laughs> that would work. That, that would be perfect. Be, I might make have this someone happen. screaming and growling birds in the trees. Happen. It also was the only with like a power rock synth going on for the that weird part yeah. and the nice little guitar breakdown. Every weird part. Um, my first immediate thought was a uh, Kubo before he knew how to play his instrument. Yeah, that sounded that <laughs> instrument sounded either like a koto or a biwa, which are both um. I believe off. Japanese instruments. Sounded like Star Wars mixed with, um, <clears throat> what was I going with? Star Wars mixed with Brad Neely. Are you talking about that? Chroma- <laughs> the yeah, it sounds like Star Wars because of the chromaticism. Yeah, yeah, it sounded, yeah, it reminded me of the Empire theme, but Brad Neely was singing over it. It also made me uncomfortable yeah. to think about birds and trees during that song. Also Black be, Sabbath. Very Black Sabbath. I thought it was going to yeah. be happy. Yeah. Whoever's the lead singer for this group, the I feel like if he was actually singing and not doing his fake bad singing, he'd have a decent voice. Why do you say that? Maybe. Just I can tell like that he was forcibly not sounding good. <laughs> so you, you could sense I feel like control I, in I, his voice. Yeah, there was a lot of control in how he was singing terribly. That's an, that's or maybe he point. thought he was singing in tune, but he's completely off. Well, he had a very wide vibrato, and you don't just have a vibrato yeah. like that by accident. Jerome's may also be a factor. I'm still going to go with it. No, I think <laughs> well, I actually believe he'd be a singer in the one of the guys in the Beatles now. Actually, with how he really one of the ones that still face alive. the album for a reason. Well, this, this was 1980. Well, I'm saying if they're still putting out music, I assume he'd still be alive. You don't know that. Well, he could be a different singer. He could be a ghost singer. There you go. He could have had one step backed up, and a secret agent man is releasing his stuff like, I am. So have you guys... So Have you guys thought any of this has had any interest in... Or is it more just like... It's more just like... Dude, Mario I would Kart. listen to this if it was a video game soundtrack. Okay. Yeah, I think it would be great on a video game because. But to sit there. I'm interested to hear yeah. more of the stuff, but the concept of them squeezing a whole song into one minute and having forty of those in one album. <laughs> you feel I, like there's was... only so many. If you're trying to do forty different ideas, they're not all going to be good if you're cramming them into one album. And so far, now if it's a typical wondered... album of ten to twelve songs, I feel like it might be better. But I haven't heard their other music, so I could just be speaking way too soon. Okay. <laughs> I wonder if they ever, like, got to meet the AC anal. Oh, oh you could, we said cunt on the last episode. Oh, okay. Oh. I didn't know if we were allowing cunt or not. Like, cool. Said it's 65. I'm going to say cunt. Uh, anal cunt. I wonder if they were, knew about them or what if they are ever anal. got to know them. That, this predates them by quite a few years. This no, album, no, but no. they were probably alive long enough. I mean, um,. They still exist. So. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like they very well could have met Seth Putnam and yeah, that was much more off-putting. I wouldn't be surprised if they were an influence for Anal Kind. To be honest. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 I'm I sure. Can, yeah, dude, listen to this shit, man. Just take a drag, listen, let it go. Like someone was smoking the marijuanas, and someone might have laced it with like rat poison or something. And this is the... This, yeah, this, is, uh, this is rat poison as your drug choice. So, 
Do you guys want to listen to a fifth one, or should we call this episode? I mean, we said we do five, so we're yeah, we, kind of, we kind of said we do. <clears throat> I'm already mostly dead inside. Because so. I, I have a proposition. Proposition, proposition. If you guys don't want to listen to another one off this album, and you wanted to listen to another, we could stop this episode, and then do another even shorter episode where we watch one of their music videos for one of their singles. We could just include it in on this episode. We could do that too. Yeah, let's include it on this episode. Yeah, let's just go ahead and pull up like the music video and go for it. Yeah. How long is the music video? That makes absolutely no difference in terms of making. This is a this is a the residence episode, so we'll just leave it. I was thinking I'd do like a three A three B thing. It's fine. We'll just go through this. So, um, I don't remember the information about this track. This is the only music video of theirs I've ever seen, and um, so let's go to the internet. Uh, <laughs> everyone has drinks at least once. I've been drinking a lot of tea. I've been drinking a lot of the. Okay, oh boy, so. that thumbnail alone. Here's the video. Oh my <laughs> fucking uh, what God. the fuck is this shit? Oh, okay, so this. I don't. This music video definitely had to have been made later. I guess it's 2008. But this is a song off of their album. Ducks. Duck Stab. Oh, wait, did they do the Constant Noble song? No, Trent, no they did not. Oh, I, I saw that in the, when you search thing. So it's, this is off of a, the oh, album Duck Stab? Yeah, here it is. This came out in 1977, so three years before the commercial album. Is it an entire album about stabbing a duck? I, th- I mean, that's what it's depicting on the cover, so... That's oh. pretty brutal. Unfortunately, the sound quality of the EP was poor because the residents had to had tried to squeeze 16 minutes of music onto the record and had no idea what they were doing. Which was, I guess, a seven inch. Yeah, oh, it had to have been boy. seven inch. The band decided to re-release the songs in an album in order to improve the sound. What if Duckstab is like their death metal version? Like it's just something completely. Yeah, this album was actually a success. Define success. That's that's what they said on their own website. It is their website. Oh. So they could be, uh, we sold 50 albums of this one. We sold 52. <laughs> it was also a critical success thanks to the accessibility critical. of the music and the clever Lewis Carroll flavored lyrics. Not to mention Snake Finger's amazing guitar work. I'm really hoping there's actual guitar work on this because the what I heard from the commercial damn, album was damn. not quite damn, that. Damn. Well, let's go to... This is... Um, if you guys are looking for this music video, we'll put a link. This is on YouTube under the channel channel Radial by the Orchard. Dear Reader, if only you could imagine. Something like that, right? Is that a reference or something? Uh, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm not awake, man. I'm not awake! <laughs> okay, so here we go. Okay, so we just watched the music video to Constantinople. I think we're all kind of speechless after that one. Yeah. <laughs> I take back my previous comment about them having potential with full-length songs. I've, like most people in the world, I've had a panic attack or two in my life. Good. And this song <laughs> is what a panic attack is. This is the sound of a panic attack. <laughs> and that is not a compliment. You're really obese microbe. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do you guys... Oh my god. <laughs> do you guys sense any deliberate affect in this? Uh, Who made the cover the of the Constantinople song? Huh? Who made the video? I don't know. Maybe it says in the music... Or in the... Uh, I'm guessing them, because they also make film. Yeah, yeah. I guess they redid it. 
uh, well, they probably just made the music video significantly after, because this clearly, for those of you who don't know, this music video was not made in 1978. There's a lot of very poor CGI. And again, I'm trying to do my best to, like, find the reason behind this, but this... The, I, I, I think you'll find one. It shows a fat guy with his dick and his balls out. As much as I find in here, it was actually hilarious, but still disgusting. I find their music somewhat interesting, but I I really don't like their visual art at all. What about the audio for that was interesting? <laughs> yeah, that song was actually okay. It had some decent chordal movement. The quality is terrible. Watching terrifying. watching the video made it worse. Yeah. The, the the video, I guess, gave it the meaning they wanted, but, oh my god. What what, what Constantinople is a city, right? Yes, yes. Yes, because it, was it wasn't Istanbul, but now it's Constantinople. According I to the their, actual song. According to their own <laughs> Wikipedia page that they have, all it says is the video was made at some point after 1985. <laughs> Very important. Thank you. It's a part live action, part animation, part CGI music video. Okay, has been made for the song sometime after ni- 1985. Which goes on to say it's one of the residents' most famous songs. I mean, it definitely is pretty famous. It's got is, a million views. Is it? Why is it referencing? <laughs> is this around the same time that the other Constantinople song came out? The one, that, the one you're thinking of, that parody song, came out in 1953. It's not actually a parody. It's called. Istanbul, it's a novelty song. Not, yeah, that one. Was this referring to that somehow? It doesn't. We. I don't know. It's possible. It, I think this actually takes the cake as the most disturbing music video I've ever seen in my life. Well, that's good. Apparently, the that's band Primus has covered this song. I don't know what covered yeah, it's it. Oh, maybe that's why Les Claypool was accused of it. What was it? It was a um, it was cattle decapitation. Their fucked up video. Oh, yeah. What was it called again? Oh, forced gender reassignment. <laughs> yeah, forced gender reassignment. I'm sure that was interesting. That, that was worse than this. <clears throat> I don't know, this was more, also more mind-numbing than watching Rubber was. Oh yeah, this is Yeah, like, Rubber was a horrible like, movie. I felt my this was melting. much worse than that. Rubber's a good movie, man. Dude, that was a fucked up movie, that shit made me sad. It says it's made by the Cryptic Corporation. Yeah, and that's their corporation, right? Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. So, yeah. I don't really know. So yeah, this is the legitimate music video, which really fucking sucks. Alright, so, uh... But it was really funny. Here it comes. So give it a watch. Uh, Closing thoughts on the residents? Closing time. I don't believe in naysaying artists. Are you sure about that? (laughs) (laughs) That's all I have to say. I mean, they've nearly been going at it for 40 years now. Or 50 years. Mm. Wait, they're still making new stuff? I don't know. I discovered them because they're on tour, like, this year. Are they touring with that? Probably. People, I mean... I'm scared to see the people... I actually kind of want to see the people that show up for that show. I'm also scared too. It's like a alternate like reality rage. Woodstock. I feel like it's the kind of crowd they attract. I'm definitely gonna get drugged and raped. Yeah, it's probably a bunch of weird old hippies. I'm pretty sure the cover fee to get into this concert is, is consuming 20 doses of LSD <laughs> and drinking 240s. If you survive this ordeal, you're worthy to hear this. <laughs> Anyone else? Oh, Any particular thoughts? I really have nothing about this band, and I don't really... I'm still yeah. fighting off the demons that are created within my mind. 
You know, I'm going to revisit them someday. I know I'm going to show this to somebody. Oh, I'm definitely going to yeah, show it to somebody. I'm no, this will be a new joke. Yeah. I'm definitely going to watch a live video. Oh, just yeah, somebody's not going to know anything about it. Very like, you want to go to Constantinople? There's a live video right here. I, I want to see something from this year or last year. You I want to see. Okay, 2016, so then you know how that works. There's a, there's a live video of the same song. On YouTube, it came up as a recommended link. So if you're if you if you're curious about these guys, they have their own website. It's still active. Apparently, they give you free stuff every week if you sign up for their don't think, email. List. How do they stay? Don't, in just don't pay for it, please. I don't know. No, you can pay for it if you want to because you're still supporting an artist, and it may not be our cup of tea, pun intended. Because uh, he has a teacup in front of him. There's no cameras, so no. <laughs> well, that's why I said there's a teacup yeah, in front yeah. of you. But. Some people clearly like them because they have a million views, and I feel like that's not that sheer, many dislikes on it. I feel like that's the sheer shark fact. Like what we were saying, like, hey, dude, look at this. That's where the views come from. So yeah, um, this is gonna be somebody's nightmare, joy, <laughs> not mine. It's a coming my nightmare. <laughs> I recommend for anybody who goes and watches this music video, just go to the YouTube comments. <laughs> I lost three friends because of this song. I showed it to them. <laughs> speak to me anymore. <laughs> they think I have issues. I think I wrote, I wrote this comment. <laughs> Joseph has three people on his podcast with him, and all three of us are kind of in shock right now. <laughs> Alright. Rear will not be a thing in the future because... What? Yeah, we aren't friends with Joseph. <laughs> this music sucks. I don't know, I feel like I have more resilience after possibly Michigan. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. I did not. Alright. So yeah, should we wrap it up? I don't have any. Yeah, I got, I got nothing. All right, I'm, I'm more in shock than I anything. I don't have paper wrapping. Well, right. I had a blast. <laughs> I had about 45 minutes of my life taken away from me. I'm gonna yep. go kill myself. All right, everybody, go. Uh, thanks for listening. If you've made it this far, if you listen to them, uh, let us know. Give us a comment or something. <laughs> Alright. The rest of it's everybody. The rest of it's about cloth thing. What? Cloth thing is the rest of this one. This is brought to you by the wonderful creators of clothing and everything. Okay, everybody, talk. Oh, yeah. Am I close enough to the microphone, Poppy? You should probably actually just talk because you can't get the right levels if you're singing. Oh, you, you sing a little bit louder. So, than talk you. like conversation. How, yeah, how is are you getting the levels? That's the part I'm going to talk about. Joey, why do you talk so much? It's a two point. <laughs>
Am I really talking loud? No. no just fucking with you. <laughs> no, but you're just doing that to make a joke. You were with the headphones, right? Oh, yeah, with the headphones. Your yeah. disappointment to me and your family, you're never going to amount to anything. I only agree with three quarters of that statement. Also, what did, what did you do with your mom? Huh? What did you do with your mom? I you probably fucked her. Right? I probably did that. <laughs> Okay. Oh no, we gotta mute the other one. Okay. We're good now. What? Should we wait, should we turn off these speakers? No, it's not monitoring. Okay, so we're we're good? Yeah. Like we're actually good. Yeah, I told you we were good. Are you sure? Yeah. So we're good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you guys mind if I start this off by telling you a little anecdote? I thought that's how you do it anyway. Usually no. Oh. So, um today I was delivering flyers for Levitt Pavilion. And, uh, so they give me a list of places to which to go, and then they tell me, if you see any place that seems like a good idea, just go there too. So I was doing my thing, and hilariously, two of the places I went that were on the list of, like, these are places that will take them, were like, no, we don't take flyers anymore. And I was like, great! So, um, I ended up at a place to which I've never been. It's these, like, hotels by Six Flags, and... Like a bunch of them, just a big string. And there's also a place there called Bitcoin World, which I thought was pretty interesting. Yeah. Sounds like a very fun little amusement factory. It's a thing. A factory. Yeah, so, um, 
So I walk into one of the sh- uh, one of the hotels, and what is making a fashion statement? Yeah, and um, so this woman walks out of the side office, and she's like, "Hey, uh, how can I help you?" And I said, "I have these flyers from Levitt Pavilion, and I was hoping I could offer you- them to you." And I don't remember how I worded it exactly, but I ended with show flyers. And she was like, "What what what are you offering?" And so I pulled them out of my back pocket, and it was like, "I have these show flyers." She said, oh, okay. And I assumed that she misunderstood what I said because I had the bands in because I have braces and then the bands, like, they get caught on your teeth and so you sound really stupid because they stop your tongue. So I was like, did, did you misunderstand what I said because of the bands? And she said, no, I honestly was just thinking about something else when you started talking. And I was like, great. <laughs> I've done that. I admire that honesty, though, because, like, sometimes you just... I don't know what she was doing before I went in there, and I don't know what she's going to be doing after I leave. I can be doing literally nothing and thinking about something else while someone is talking. Yeah, it happens. So yeah, I just, uh, this episode is dedicated to you, random hotel worker in whatever hotel that was that I don't remember. This is only for hotels. Yep. So if you're listening to this in the car, or at your house... They probably away. aren't. They probably have the attention span of the person. They probably aren't. <laughs> Honestly, probably already turned.